0: That is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boati as Christ is magnified in you. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for this opportunity that we have to be in your presence like this. To be in your house, thank you for the power of your word, the power of your spirit, the glory of your presence in this place. Thank you that your word comes with power, with grace, and thank you that we receive your word with meekness, with gladness, with joy, and with great excitement, even in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a shout if you have a voice. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah ask anybody are you excited to be in the house of God Wow David said I was glad when they said unto me come and let us go into the house of the Lord so just the the, the invitation or the opportunity to be in the house of God made him glad Wow ask a neighbor are you glad to be in the house of the Lord are you excited to be in the house of the Lord the Bible says that the kingdom of God is not meat and drink it's not food the kingdom of God is not what? Food. But it is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Huh? Oh, you, you can't come to church and be like this. Everything they see. It means you lack revelation. It means you don't understand the word of God. See, I'm full of joy, I'm full of excitement. Yes, the Bible says that the entrance of thy word giveth light. Yes, when you receive light, just imagine you're sitting in darkness for a long time and like there's lights out. Uh, no lights for several hours in the evening. Have you noticed that when the lights goes off in the evening, the wind does not blow? Have you noticed it? The place becomes very hot. Yes. As soon as the light comes, nah, eh, isn't it? No matter how old you are, when the lights come, you say you do a eh before you realize that mm, you're not supposed to do that. Wow, yes, that is the joy you receive when the light of God's word comes into your life. Yes, even higher, yes, higher, higher than that. The entrance of that word, give it light and give it what understanding to the simple. So understanding comes to you As the word of God comes to you Yes And there's nothing like having understanding When you have understanding Concerning some some things in your life It's a blessing It's a great blessing It's a blessing to be in the house of God Hallelujah Hallelujah I've been sharing on feeding isn't it Yes Which is part of the work of a shepherd Hmm so I'm sharing on the work of a shepherd. And this is part six. Maybe we'll do up to part hundred because yeah, because this is, just, this is just feeding. Apart from feeding, there's leading or ruling. Apart from that, there's care. Yes. Do you see? Care. And so many other things. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 11, lets you know, gives you a summary, a short summary of what a shepherd does okay? It says, he shall feed his flock like a shepherd. That's the first thing that a shepherd does. He shall feed his flock like a shepherd. Then it says, he shall gather the lambs with his arm. Do you see? That is the care of of a shepherd. He shall carry the lambs with his arm. He shall gather the lambs with his arm and carry them in his bosom and shall gently lead those that are with the young. So this is just a brief summary of what uh, a shepherd does, okay, or shepherding. Um, you know what it consists of. If you read in First Peter chapter, chapter five, verse one and verse two, look at First Peter five, verse one and two. The elders which are among you, are exhort, who am also an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Feed the flock of God, which is among you, taking the oversight thereof. This also shows you some aspects of. A shepherd's, a shepherd's ministry. Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind. It says, Feed the flock of God, not because of money. Look at the Amplified. The Amplified shows you some other aspects of, of shepherding as well. It says, Tend. So a shepherd tends the flock, tends to the flock. Nature, guard, guide, and fold the flock. Eh? Have you seen it? Tend, nurture, guard, and fold the flock of God. That is your responsibility. Not by coercion or constraint, but willingly. Not dishonorably motivated by the advantages and profits belonging to the office, but eagerly and cheerfully. So you must do the work of a shepherd eagerly and what? Cheerfully. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tend. Tend. Nurture. The shepherd nurtures. God's people. Tent God's people. What is the meaning of tent? Maybe you are thinking of tending the person, tending the sheep. That's not what he's talking about. Pazelli, can you help us with a dictionary meaning? You, might, you need a dictionary when you are reading your Bible. How many of you realize you don't, you don't understand English much? How many of you realize you don't understand tree much? So you don't belong anywhere. It's like you are... You are, you can't understand English much. You too are, you can't understand tree much. So, I mean, you always need a dictionary. You need three you need dictionary to be able to understand you <laughs> What does it mean, please? To be inclined to. It also means to lead or conduce. To be inclined to. Uh-huh. Also means to lead or conduce. To lead or conduce. Or con- <laughs> we don't understand conduce. Okay, another meaning is to be disposed or inclined in action... Operation or Basically, effect. be available. That's what he's trying to say. <laughs> Pay attention to the, the sheep. Do you, do you understand? Uh-huh. So, ten does not mean turning, turning the sheep. He's talking about being available. Be Have your mind on them. Do you see? If your mind is not on the sheep, you will not do well. They will not do well. They will not be able to go as you're supposed to. And I've told you that shepherding is God's primary. I mean, shepherding is the means of discipleship. And Jesus wants disciples. He doesn't, want, he doesn't want church members. He wants disciples. Hmm? Is your neighbor a disciple? Disciple of what? Jesus. Hey. It is God's aim. All, God wants all of us to become disciples of Jesus Christ. Do you see? Yes. The word disciple is from the Greek word "matētis." m a t h e t e s mathetes do you see and it's the word from which you get mathematics wow. Wow. that's the word from which you get the word mathematics have you done math before i've yeah. never done that mass in your life before in mass yeah. is two plus two equal to four the same in ghana as it is. okay the same in Accra as it is in kumase yeah. is it the same Are you sure? It's the same. Hey, If it is the same, then a disciple of Jesus Christ is one who does things the same way as he says this, does, or did. If you say you're a disciple of Jesus, that means that you do your life. Your mind is like Jesus' mind. Your heart is like Jesus' mind. What it means is same. Same. Sleeping in the same... A a disciple of someone needed to even sleep the way the person slept. The way the, the person... If the person sleeps... I, yeah. know I, yeah. or that, yeah. if he sleeps like this <laughs> you too you need to sleep like this like you are mimicking the person on every level you walk like your your, 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 your your rabbi your teacher every rabbi had disciples and if your rabbi walked like this even if you came walking like this you were a gentleman but your, your rabbi is walking <laughs> you too you must learn how to walk like that yeah like a Chinese master. This is how the Chinese masters did. doing. <laughs> so a disciple is someone who is just like his master in everything. And that's the, that's the aim of God. God wants all of us to become disciples of Jesus Christ. So you must learn, you must know, you must, you must do everything like Jesus. That's what God wants. God doesn't want you to be born again only. The born, the born again experience is the first of many experiences with God. Many experiences with God. I mean, you can be a Christian and you've never seen a vision before. Do you see? Yeah. When someone says that you saw an angel, you say, oh, well, how did you see the angel? You're lying. No, people can see angels. Angels are around. And they, they manifest themselves. Hebrews chapter, look at Hebrew chapter 13, verse 2. Hebrews 13, 2. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers. King James, please. Be not forgetful to entertain what? Strangers. For thereby some have entertained angels unawares. See, some people have entertained angels without even knowing that they were entertaining angels. And this is a New Testament scripture. It says, Don't forget to entertain strangers. Like, be nice to people. Yes. Because people have entertained angels unawares. So, angels are there. And angels show up as human beings sometimes. Yes, I met an angel many years ago. This was 2022. I met an angel in 2010, 12 years ago. And he showed up as a, as a human being physically and spoke to me physically. And I gave him physical money. Yes, he collected physical money from me. Yes, it's like the experience that um, Samson's parents had samson's mother met an angel and he called the angel a man of god because the angel appeared as a man of god you see if you're a christian who is not concerned about god and concerned about the kingdom of god in any way you may not have some some experiences you see we don't live looking for experiences but god gives you experiences as time goes on for you to know how real it is and how 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 that is there is around do you understand what i'm saying yes it gives you experiences but some Christians may never have, never even see an imagination vision. You know, there's there's imaginative visions. Do you see? Yes. When you're praying, God gives you pictures. That's how it's supposed to be. As a child of God, God gives you pictures. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you must be interested in growing. It's important. Your growth is important to the Lord, because that's that's it. If you are not growing spiritually. You are not ready for a lot of things. That is the reason why we are here on earth. If the born again experience was a, was a reason, if heaven is a reason for you being born again, then you should be in heaven by now. Yeah. But heaven is not the reason, it's not the only reason. It's, a, it's part of it. That's, that's not the major reason. There are aspects of heaven. There's Zongo in heaven. Yeah. Just like we have Accra, and there are many parts of Accra. You can't say that. I mean, it's it's. If you say you live in Accra, what do you mean by you live in Accra? And uh-huh. you live in which part of Accra do you live? Are you living at Kuwait? <laughs> do you know Kuwait? Do you know Hong Kong? There's Hong Kong in in Accra. There's Russia. There's Galilee. <laughs> Recently, we were checking the distance from Jerusalem to Galilee, and when we typed Galilee, the Google Maps picked the Galilee of Ghana. It picked the Galilee of Ghana, Ghana all the way to Jerusalem. And they gave us 8,000 8, miles. Hey, we said, hey, what kind of village? Yeah, we checked. Galilee. There's Galilee in Ghana. Yes, what? Life. You can be living in cantonments Or Laboni. Even when you say you live in Lagon, I mean, you'd be surprised that there are many parts of Islegon. I mean, don't deceive. If it's only the someone who does not know he's the God will be deceived by someone who says, I live in this. You live in this. Which part of where? Where? Where in this God? Hey! Hey! Same way, you can say, oh, I'm going to heaven. But which part of heaven are you going to? Because heaven has many sides. Many sides. You think it's just heaven. No, there are many sides of heaven. There are many parts of heaven. Yes. There are many sides. I mean, how do you expect to be to be living in the same place as Peter, the apostle Peter? Who lived for the Lord uh, to the extent that he was crucified upside down? They were going to crucify him. Said, No, I don't want to be crucified like my, my Lord. My Lord was crucified like this. Crucify me upside down. So they crucified him upside down. Do you see? As long as you're a Christian who can run away from sacrifices for, for Jesus Christ, I mean you are not qualified for certain places in heaven that is the truth that is the truth let me show you a scripture can i show you a scripture <laughs> jesus one day was sitting in his house enjoying his life and a woman called woman woman of zebedee <laughs> zebedee's wife uh, mrs zebedee who was the mother of john and james okay two of jesus disciples came with her sons holding one here and another one here and then she came to jesus christ and said i want to have a meeting with you said oh no problem can you guys create space so they created space for them to sit down matthew 20. she came and then worshiped jesus and desiring a thing of him they had a meeting and in the meeting the mother the mother of zebedee the the mother of the children of zebedee said that listen i want my sons one to sit on your right hand and the other to sit on your left hand in the kingdom of god Eh, in thy kingdom, and he said unto her, What will thou? She said unto him, Grant that these my two sons may sit, the one on thy right hand and the other on the left, on the left in thy kingdom. Hey, is that not a good request? To, wouldn't you want to sit on Jesus' left hand when you, when you arrive in heaven? And like when you come now, they put you on his left side. Will it be a powerful thing? Yes, let's look at Jesus' answer. Can we look at Jesus' answer? Jesus' answer gives us insight into the fact that it's not everybody who can sit everywhere. Hey. It's not protocol. There's no bribe in heaven. You can't use bribe. You can't use anything. That doesn't work. But Jesus answered and said, you know not what you ask. You don't know what you're talking about. Are you able to drink of the cup that I shall drink of? There's a cup called the cup of sufferings. It's a cup. It's a special cup in Christianity. <laughs> see, as long as you are just born again and you're just moving around and not learning to grow, you may not even know about this cup. That this, there's a cup in the kingdom of God. It's a cup. Special cup. Big cup like that. He says, can you drink of the cup? Can you drink from the cup that I'm going to drink? And can you be baptized with the baptism? He eh? says, but you don't know not what you ask. Are you able to drink of the cup that I shall drink of and be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with? they say unto him we are able there's a baptism okay there's a special baptism not the water baptism that you get after you get born again no not that one after apart from that baptism there's another baptism called the baptism of sufferings or baptism into his death Is there in Christianity yes as long as you are hanging around foolish things, saying all, of, and there are a lot of Christians who don't. They don't understand a lot of it. That's why they are just messing up. You don't know what is at stake. You don't know what you are bombing. The girl gave you scholarship. You say I am weak. They gave you scholarship. I am weak, but Thou art mighty. Hold on, let me finish. Then you finish what you want to do. Then you say, Hold me, with Thy powerful... Heart. You are a joke. You don't know what you are losing. Hey. Come up here, tell me about come up here. Yes, come up here. There are higher things. There are higher things at stake. Yes. Second Corinthians chapter 5. Let's read from verse from verse 10. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. That everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he has done, whether it be good or bad. He says, All of us must appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that we may receive rewards for what we did in his body. And in our body, there are rewards for what you do in your body today. All the opportunities you have to serve God, you'll be rewarded for it. All the opportunities you had to do something wrong that you refused, you'll be rewarded for it. When you do the wrong thing that God does not want you to do, you lose your reward. Because every temptation comes with a reward and comes with a loss of a reward. Do you understand? Yes. Jesus was tempted in all points and yet without sin. And that Jesus who was tempted in all points and years without sin is the one who says, I want to help you overcome every temptation. Wow. So when temptation comes and you say, Jesus, hey, look at me, I'm suffering. I don't have money. I'm being tempted to steal. Lord, I want to steal the money. I am weak, but thou art might help me. You are the one who was tempted, you were faced with the same thing, and you didn't sin. Help me not sin you'll be surprised that he'll come to your aid and help you wow. that is what he does he's a helper of children of god to jump over hurdles of temptation that is his job wow. do you know jesus yeah. jesus's job is to help you jump over temptations not to aid hey, you go to the te- not to aid hey, you do, do the temptation, and then he's there to forgive your sin that is not the only reason why he's there the main reason why it's in your life is to help you overcome temptations. Yanko Hebrews, Hebrews chapter chapter 2. Do you like what I'm saying? Yes. Hebrews chapter 2. I was saying this on Wednesday. Hebrews chapter 2 from verse 18. Look at verse 18. For in that he himself, he's talking about Jesus. Okay, let's read from verse 17 so it makes more sense. Wherefore, in all things, it behoved him to be like, to be made like unto his brethren. Let's read BBE. We behoved. We don't understand. BBE, Bible in basic English will help us. Because of, because of this, it was necessary for him to be made like his brothers in every way. Who are his brothers? Human beings. So that he might be a high priest full of mercy and keeping faith in everything to do with God. Making offerings for the sins of the people. Next verse. For having been put to test himself, he is able to give help to others when they are tested. Have you seen it? Having been what? Put to the test himself, he is able to give help to others when they are tested. So when you are being tested, he is able to give you help. For what purpose? To jump over the tests. You see him. So Jesus is not there for only First John one nine. Do you know First John, yeah. John one nine? Go to First John one nine. First John one nine is for children. As you grow up, Hebrews two eighteen becomes your scripture. He is able to help me. First yeah. John one nine. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. This is true. It's a scripture. Okay, it's a scripture. Yes, it is there to help you when you do something wrong, to help you so that you don't end up in your stupor. But this is not the only thing that he's there for. He's also there to help you not sin. Hello? Hi. First John 3, 8. Hi. Yeah, you need to get your, your theology right. You need to get your scriptures proper. He that committed sin is all for the devil sinned from the beginning. Have you seen it? Yeah. So all those who are into doing foolish things, he says you are of the devil. You don't want to be of the devil, isn't it? You want to be of God. You want to be of Christ. Christ is in your life to help you overcome all sins, all foolishness, to overcome all temptations, all forms. All forms of temptation. That is why he's in your life. The reason he's in your life is to help you live in righteousness. Look at Jeremiah chapter 23. Jeremiah 23. Let's read verse 3. No, let's read verse 5. Jeremiah 23, verse 5. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will raise unto David a righteous branch, and a king shall reign and prosper, and shall execute judgment and justice in the earth. Verse 6. In his days, Judah shall be saved. He's talking about Jesus' days. And after his, his death, burial, resurrection, he says, In his days, this is a prophecy about Jesus. Go back, go back to verse 5. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will raise unto David a righteous branch. Who is the righteous branch? Jesus. Jesus is called the branch. There are many scriptures that say, call him the branch. Okay? And the king shall reign and prosper, and shall execute judgment and justice in the earth. Next verse. All those have meaning, but next verse. In his days, Judah shall be saved, and Israel shall dwell safely. And this is his name whereby he shall be called the Lord our righteousness. This is the name of Jesus Christ when he shows up. He says that he is the Lord our righteousness that is that is his name his name is the lord our righteousness okay jesus christ is the what the lord our righteousness the same thing is said in the new testament first corinthians chapter 1 verse 30 for of him are ye in christ jesus who of god is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption jesus is made unto us Righteousness. So our righteousness is a person. His name is Jesus Christ. He's the Lord our righteousness. Are you seeing it? Why is he the Lord our righteousness? So that when you, when you do something wrong, let's say you were tempted and you could not get his help and you fail, And the devil is accusing you. You can point to him, to Jesus, who is your righteousness and tell the devil that, listen, my righteousness is a person. His name is Jesus. That's him. He was tempted in all points and yet without sin. Now, why is Jesus the Lord our righteousness? Jesus is the Lord our righteousness so that we can display God. So that we can do the third level of righteousness, which is the righteousness of God. Oh, when I was talking about the three levels of righteousness. There's the, right, the gift of righteousness which is given to everybody who is born again. When you are born again, God gives you a gift. It's called the gift of righteousness. He gives you a gift from God because of Jesus' sacrifice and his work. Can you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Can you understand? Yeah. Yeah, this is the level I talk, a lot of children are on. I started talking about the levels of um, growth in Christianity. Do you, do you remember? Okay. If you are not in church on Wednesday, it's a very important message. I think you should get it. It will help you. Okay. I'm going to continue from there today. Okay, but I spoke about Brifos, those who just came. They are newborn babes. On Sunday, I even spoke, spoke about them. Then there's what? Pideon. toddlers. Christianity also has that. Just like you have anyone growing naturally, you have the same thing spiritually. You, you are born as a baby. You grow to become a toddler. And there are different information or different aspects of God's word that is prime or that is heightened for you. At, at each stage, in order for you to grow. Okay, last Sunday I spoke about the new, their new new birth, the one who just came. All those who are born again, fresh, need to learn how to read the Bible. This is this is the information you need. You need to learn how to read the Bible, what kind of Bible studies to do, which how to turn the pages of the Bible. I showed you all of that. Do you remember? Yes, I showed you so many things that can be fed to a newborn babe because we are feeding. As a shepherd, you need to feed. Jeremiah chapter 23, again, let's read verse 4 now. Jeremiah 23, verse 4. And I'll set up shepherds over them who shall feed them. You see, I'll set up shepherds over them which shall feed them, and they shall fear no more. The reason why the sheep are afraid is because nobody is feeding them. When they are fed right, they don't become afraid anymore. For instance, a newborn babe in Christ must be, must be told that he is now in heaven. Because of the new birth. The new birth puts you in heaven. All those who are coming for the new, new, new convert classes this afternoon, I'm going to be teaching you on that. You need to be thought. If you are afraid that you will go to hell as a child of God, you will have a very big problem. You will never trust God. There are a lot of Christians up to date who still feel that they will go to hell when they die. How many of you know what I'm talking about? You can have a dream and Jesus has come and he didn't go and you are afraid. When they mention Jesus is coming, you say, no, 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 no. He shouldn't come. No, but if you are, if you are growing right, you will be excited to hear that Jesus is coming because it's a scripture. The Bible calls it, it calls it Maranatha. That was the greetings of the the, 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 the church of old. When they see each other, they'll say Maranatha. Jesus is coming. He cometh. Our Lord cometh. They were excited about his coming. Why? Because his coming is redemption for us. His coming is the change of this body of sin into becoming a glorious body his his coming is, a, is, is what will make us fly you see right now you can't fly you can't be superman superman is not real superman is the pigment of of, of the imagination of human beings what human beings can do man of steel his eyes are fire Pew, laser cutting fire you can do unless you are which you can do this ah, nothing will come out of your eyes nothing is coming out of your eyes it's only tears that will come out. <laughs> you can do this, huh? you'll never fly. Spider-Man, Superman, Thor, all those people, they are, they are an expression of the desire of man to be immortal. And that is fulfilled in Jesus' coming. So every child of God who does not want Jesus to come, someone said, I want Charlie, unless I marry, Jesus should not come. when Jesus, When I marry... Jesus is coming on 6th August 2022. At 9 a.m. <laughs> he's getting married on 6th August. Jesus will come early in the morning so I can. Wow. But do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yes. So as long as children of God are not fed along that line, to let them know that Jesus is coming is exciting. Do you see? You are you are part of the people he's coming for. A lot of people are afraid. Why? Because they've not been fed, so they are in fear. Yes. They are in fear. 1 Thessalonians chapter It's all over in the Bible. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, go to verse 13. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep or which are dead, that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. Next verse. It says, don't, when someone dies, when a Christian dies, don't cry like an unbeliever. You cry, you take sand and you put it on your head. Ah! Me, He says, don't cry like those who do not have hope. All those who are not born again do not have hope. Christianity is based on resurrection. Jesus rose from the dead. We know that all those who have died in Christ will rise from the dead again. So he says, for if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them which also sleep in Jesus or who are dead in Christ, will God bring with him? So God will bring them with him one day. Chapter five from, verse 5 from verse 4. Let's just read from verse 1. So we are all happy. But of the times and seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you. Next verse. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. says, the day of the Lord. Jesus is going to come as a thief in the night. When nobody is watching. When they steal your phone in the night. You, you weren't expecting for them to... If you knew, you'd have put it in your bra and slept. But right, you put it on by, by the side of your bed. As you are chatting with your beloved, oh baby. <laughs> and then you put it that side. And then the thief came for it. One day I was sleeping. Many years ago, I was sleeping in my room. And in Kumase. And I saw my phone going up. <laughs> hey. I was sleeping. When I opened my eyes, the phone was going like this. It's like it was being ratchet. And I jumped and caught my phone. Someone had used a board and a stick. He had glued... The board to this to whatever and then he touched it he touched my phone and he, the phone was going like that <laughs> wow yeah it says jesus will come as a thief in the night for when they shall say peace and safety when the world shall say peace and safety then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travel upon a woman with child and they shall not escape they shall not escape next verse then he says but you brethren are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief. So to us, Jesus is not coming as a thief in the night. To us, Jesus is coming, and we know it. So you live in expectation of it. Why? You are not a child of darkness, but you are you are not in darkness. That that day should overtake you as a thief in the night. Next, next verse, as a thief. Next verse, five. Ye are all the children of lights He says, you are a child of light, and the children of the day. We are not of the night, nor of darkness. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yes. So the, every child of God needs to learn this. As a newborn baby, you may be scared that you'll be left behind. Why? Because you don't know. You've not been fed what I'm feeding you now. Do you see? Next verse. Okay, next verse. Therefore, let us not sleep. It's just because you're expecting Jesus Christ, don't sleep. There are a lot of children of God who are asleep. They are not in the dark. But when you close your eyes, you are in the dark. When you sleep, spiritually, you are in the dark. So that day could overtake you as a thief in the night. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. Let us watch. Watching us do with praying. Being in touch with the Lord all the time. Hmm? So he's admonishing you. He says, you are not a child of darkness. You are a child of light. Therefore, don't sleep. Watch, next verse. And be sober. become minded For they that sleep sleep in the night. And they that be drunken are drunken in the night. In other words, don't be a child of God who is drunk with all kinds of foolish things. Because that day can overtake you as a thief in the night. Before you realize, Jesus has come. And he has come for you. And you are giving judgment concerning your life. And you don't have anything to say. So you need to grow. Romans chapter 13. Let's read from verse 10. Love worketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Next verse. And that knowing that the time that, and that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. Every child of God must awake out of sleep. You can be sleeping in the kingdom of God. You are not awake to the key things that you need to be awake into. One well, of the major things what I'm talking about, shepherding. Every one of us must become a shepherd of somebody. You need to awaken to that, that reality. That knowing that the time that now is it's high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than we be, when we believed. What salvation is talking about? It's talking about the salvation of the body. There are three major kinds of salvations in the in the Bible. The first one is the salvation of your spirit, which happens the day you give your life to Christ. The second one is the salvation of your soul, which happens throughout your new birth, throughout your life as a child of God here on earth. And that's what, one of the things we are doing that is happening right now in church. The reason why you come to church is so that your soul will be saved, so that your mindset will be changed. Do you see? It's called restoration of your soul. Yes, probably you didn't think that um, stealing or something was something that was a... I mean, there was a guy who got born again and he didn't know that fornication was a problem. And he thought it was part, it was love. So he was expressing love all over the place. Is it because he had not been taught? Do you understand? He was, a, he was a pornographic actor. He was a porn actor. Before he got born. And when he got born again, it's like, Charlie, this is how we show love. So he was just showing love all over the place. Now he's a pastor even. Yeah, he met somebody who, who showed him scripture to let you know this thing is wrong. When he saw it was wrong, he changed. He got a normal life. Became born again. It became Correct. And now he's married with three children. In America. I'm talking about someone in America. Do you see? His soul needed to be changed along that line. He didn't know that it was a problem. You can be a child of God that knows know that some things are not supposed to be, it's not supposed to be like that. When you get to know you just change. You allow the word of God to change you. So he says that and that knowing that, that the time now that it's high time to look up to stay For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. So the salvation of the soul leads to the salvation of the body. This body will be changed on a certain day when Jesus comes. Our changing of our body is dependent on how much your soul has changed. The kind of resurrected body you have is dependent on how far your soul changed. Can you imagine? That your coming to church has something to do with all your, your, all your eternity. You're coming to church and hearing the word of God and allowing the word of God to change you has a lot of things to do with your eternity. As you allow the word of God to change you, do you see, you are... You are your, your the kind of resurrected body you have <laughs> is changing as well. The resurrected body has different. There are different categories. Some of some people will shine like the sun. Others will shine like a star. Others will not shine at all. Do you see? So how you allow the word of God to change your soul is going to show in your resurrected body in the future in heaven. So in heaven, when, we, when I meet you in heaven, I don't need you to talk to me to know what you did on earth. Your body is a compendium of all that you did here on earth, for the Lord or or for not, not for the Lord. Do you understand? So Paul is saying that listen, for now it's our salvation nearer than when we believe. Our salvation, the salvation of our body, is nearer. He says it's coming. It's nearer than when we believed. Next verse. The night is fast spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness. So a Christian can be doing works of darkness. He's a child of light. But he's doing works of darkness. Let us cast off the works of darkness. And let us put on the armor of light. So put on the armor of light. You're a child of light. Therefore put on the armor of light. And express. This is the reason why we are born again. To express God. With the armor of light. It's called the righteousness of God. That's what I was teaching you about. Jesus came to save you for a purpose. He came to save you so that you may display God here on earth. 1st chapter 2, verse 9. And it's a teaching. It's a feeding. What I'm t- what I'm, t- it's a feeding. Every child of God needs to know. If you don't know it, you'll be a child of God who is living on the level of a, brief, of, of, of a technion. Eh? That's the third level. Do you see? Of a technion. One who... That's something all he's doing is sinning and, and confessing, sinning and confessing. Today he has sinned, tomorrow he has sinned and he's confessing. Father forgive me. All your prayers will be Father forgive me. Father forgive me. You know that we are human. You know that I'm a human. You know, you know that You know that the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak. You know. Father you know. Father you know. Father you know. That is all you say. And all your, all your life is Father you know. What do I know? Meanwhile Jesus has been sent to be your helper to jump over all the sins. And you need that information to be able to jump over all the saints, practically employing Jesus' help. Jesus, help me. If you don't help me, I'll fornicate. If you don't help me, Jesus, I need your help. Help me now or else I'll become an arm robber. There are Christians who feel that God cannot look after them. So they look after themselves because they few, they don't know the goodness of the father or the love of the father a technion must learn the fatherhood of god you must you must learn that god will give you the best god is your heavenly father and if the heavenly father is a father of lights and he gives only good things he says if you being a man know how to give good gifts an evil man know how to give good gifts to your children how much more your heavenly father he shall give you good things so you must be awakened to the fact that god will give you good things he will give you the money you need he will give you the spouse you need he will give you the children you need you don't need to go to a fetish priest for a child or a fetish priest for a, for, a lot of christians are going to they double in fetish they are in church on sunday morning they are born again but they don't trust god they don't trust god they don't trust that god will take care of them they don't trust that I mean, one of of our young ladies was going to write SSE, eh? she had written it and failed twice. And she was going to write a third time. The two times that she failed, she was not in the house of God. The third time that she was going to write, she was now in the house of God. She had gotten to know a lot of things. How God is a good father and that God will help her in the exam room and help her in her preparation. So she was learning all these things. The mother took her to a fetish priest. They drove and drove. And they said, she has somebody who can help her pass the exam. I said, okay, so let's go. They drove and drove and drove and drove and drove. True story. This happened just two years ago. They drove. She's in our church. One of our churches. Wow. Drove, 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 drove. They went to a certain place. They parked and walked. The lady again was like, ah, mommy, why are you taking me? She said, oh, come. Let me show you. I need to show you. Come. They went and they met this fetish priest who was coming to bath her and do all kinds of things. Give her some things. And she said she will not do it. It was not a small fight in the bush. <laughs> Serious fight. Ultimately, they compelled her, they forced her. Because there were other people there. Yes. Her mother is in a certain church. Every Sunday she's there. Every Sunday she's there. But she has this other thing. She has a spiritualist who's working on her life. And working on her behalf god is not enough because she feels god is not good like when god takes a stone it takes a very long time before he throws god is too slow he feels that god is too slow she feels that god is too slow so she needs to help god you understand there are a lot of children who want to help god they are sitting in church but there's talisman around their waist for protection for protection very soon you lose your salvation very soon you lose your salvation because your faith has shifted from god into something else, you lose your salvation of time, and you may not know, even know when you when you lose it. Yes, because you don't trust in the goodness of the Lord. All men who are cheating on their wives are cheating on their wives because they, they feel that God is not good to good to them enough to give them what they require out of their wife. Yeah. Whatever help you need, whatever type of excitement you require, it can all be met in your wife, and God can engineer it for you. If you don't believe that, today you are with this girl tomorrow you are with this girl the next time you're with this girl you say you like big breasts then after some time you want small breasts after some time you see you realize that you are never satisfied you are on a long wild goose chase that will never end and you end up losing your salvation of time you become a, you become solomon women will lead you away from god solomon lost his salvation because of women yeah all those who have had visions of heaven never find solomon there's no Solomon. Can you imagine? Oh, you can read all visions of heaven that people have had. Jesse Duplantis, uh, Bob, uh, jo- Bob-, Bob Jones, uh, Rick Joyner, and a round tree. There's no Solomon. Hey! You'll be there and be doing women. Today, this one. Tomorrow is Ajwa. The next time is Abner. You have slept with all the names of the day, of the, w- of the week. Hey! So the aim of God is for you to display, to display him. That's the aim of God. And that's found in First Peter 2.9. So Jesus has made your righteousness. You get the gift of righteousness. So that you may display the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus here on earth. That's the reason why you get born again. Let's read the Amplified. First Peter 2, nine Amplified. Are you a child of God? This is your life. This is your life. If your, if your life is not like this, it means that you're in the wrong place. It means that you need to change. You need to change some things you need to take god more seriously than you are taking him now but you were chosen race you were chosen race god has chosen you a royal priesthood god has made you a royal a king priest he's made you a king priest for what purpose a dedicated nation one who's dedicated to him god's own purchased special people he's purchased you and made you special to himself for what purpose so that you may set forth you may set forth the wonderful deeds and display the virtues and perfections of God who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light he wants you to display him wherever you go he wants you to display his kindness display his love display his righteousness display his goodness at work at home with your with your parents with your wife with your children with with that girl who's who's doing whatever whatever he wants you to display him you see money power that this is money that you can steal you say no i'm not stealing it jesus doesn't do this i'm jesus in the earth now and i don't do this i bring in god's blessings i don't bring in curses and death i bring in god that's that's your life that's the reason why He gave you the gift of righteousness and made jesus your righteousness so that you can display god wherever you go you can display God in your lecture room. You can display God at your workplace. You can display God in every single place that you go to. You are the displayer of God. If anybody is looking for God, the person must look for you. Why? Because you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus here on earth to display God. You see, that is, that is your job. That is, that is what you represent. Not to sin and then you are falling and then you are rising and falling and rising. That is not it. The whole gospel is for this purpose. What I just described to you. Romans chapter 1 verse 16. Paul said, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation, unto all that that believe, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. Then he says, For therein, verse 17, For therein, for in the gospel, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as is written, that just shall live by faith. Therein, in the gospel, is the righteousness of God. In the word of God that we share with you, is the righteousness of God revealed. The more you hear the word of God, the more the righteousness of God is revealed to you. You get to know that, hey, this is what I'm here for. This is what I'm here for. I'm here to display God. We, you are the seed of Jesus Christ here on earth. To prolong his days here on earth that's your purpose your purpose is to prolong the days of jesus christ jesus is still here on earth how is he here on earth through you or in you you are jesus on earth extending his life to the next person that is your job that is your role as long as you're not growing the lord you will throw this away but that is what that is what you're here for so all those who are on the level of technion, and First John chapter three, verse one. There are different levels. I've, I've told you. There's brithos. There's brithos. There's pythion. Then there's technion. Technion is what I'm talking about. Is the information all those who are on that level need in order to cycle into the next level? Okay. First John two one, not three one. Two one. Sorry. My little children, these things write out to that you sin not. And if any man sin we have an advocate to the founder that Jesus Christ the righteous. Jesus Christ, the righteous, Jesus Christ is the righteous, he's the, he's the righteousness. So he says, I'm writing this thing. You don't sin. The word children there is technion, technion. Okay. Hmm. And it means a child who is now learning how to stand and walk. One who is learning how to stand and walk. Stand in Christ and walk in Christ. Walk in the Spirit. And the information he needs is what I'm telling you. He needs to know that Christ Jesus is righteousness and that he's set to display the righteousness of God. And everybody needs to be fed with that kind of information. If you are not fed with it, you you remain a babe in Christ. And nephews is also that Nephews is before Technion, isn't it? Nephews are those who are trying to learn how to talk. You need to learn how to speak spiritually. Okay? Yes. And all this comes through feeding. Meaning that the shepherd must know some of these things that I'm saying. And hence be able to help God's children. We are here to extend the days of Christ. Isaiah chapter 53. Last verse of Isaiah chapter 53. Isaiah chapter 53 is a verse concerning Jesus' sufferings. King James, please. Verse 10. Okay, go back to verse 10. He's talking about Jesus. And why, what he suffered for. Why did Jesus suffer? He suffered so that you will be the one to be born again, so that He can have expression through you. Eh? He says, "Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise Him, to bruise God, to, bru- to bruise Jesus Christ." He has put Him to grief. When thou shalt make His soul an offering for sin, He made Jesus' soul an offering for sin, for your sin then he says he shall see his seed after he has made his soul an offering for sin he shall now see his seed who are his seed all those who get got born again all those who get born again because of his sacrifice he says he shall see his seed and then he shall prolong his days and the pleasure of the lord shall prosper in his hand his seed shall prolong his days you are the one to prolong the days of jesus christ here on earth because you are here jesus can be here are you in the church that is your job look at the next verse verse 11. He's showing you what will happen after his death, burial, and resurrection. He shall see the trouble of his soul, and shall be, he shall be satisfied. By his knowledge, by the knowledge of Jesus Christ and what he sacrificed, shall many, shall my righteous servants justify many. Shall my righteous servants make many righteous. That's what he's trying to say. Meaning that you are his righteous servant. He says you shall justify many by his knowledge. For he shall bear their, iniqu- their iniquities. It's so beautiful. So that's your job. That's what you are here for. So stop struggling with sin. Set sin aside and take up the righteousness of God. Become a servant of righteousness unto unto eternal life and not a servant of sin unto death. Sin only leads to death. Righteousness only leads to life. So if you allow yourself to display God as God wants you to, as what you have been sent for, you realize that you have more life. Do you see? More life. On every aspect of your life, you have more life, more glory, more wisdom, why is it that when you see a lady, all you want to do is to sleep with that lady? Why? It's not correct. That's not how it's supposed to be. Have you asked where, his, where her soul is going to? Have you asked what is going on with her life, in her life? Have you asked how to help her to become a better person? Why do you want to sleep with her? Hey, if you remember that you are the righteous of God, you will not, that is not the first thing that will come in your mind. Why do you want to sleep with that young man? That's not what will come into your mind. You would want to help that person become what God wants him to become. Because that's your job in his life. That's your job in her life. What will happen if you steal that money? What will happen to the person who is going to lose that money? If you think, you will not do some things. Yes. Say, I'm the righteousness of God. In Christ Jesus. Do you understand that statement now? When you say, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, what it means is that you are the one to display God here on earth. It's different from saying, "I'm, I'm... I'm righteous. It's different from saying that. It's different from saying, I'm righteous. And it's different from saying, Christ is my righteousness. They are not the same thing. They are three different things altogether. Wow. Wow. Yes. So, feeding. Say feeding. 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 God wants you fed. He wants you what? Fed. Because it is through feeding. You see, God gives you pastors, shepherds, to feed you with knowledge and with understanding, okay? With knowledge and with understanding. And that's what leads you to fruitfulness and to prosperity. You see, as I'm talking to you, realize that you are, uh, some things are clearing up for you. Oh, okay, this one's not. So, that, that is what happens when you're fed. When you're fed, things clear up for you. Do You see, have you noticed when you're hungry? When you're hungry, naturally speaking, what happens to you? You can't think straight. Isn't it? You become weak. Is it true? What else? You become irritable. Small thing now you're angry. Small thing now you're angry, angry, isn't it? You become irritable. You become you 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 are not nice, you lose focus, you are bored, there's no glucose in your brain, so you don't think right. You become dull, become weak, you lose strength. But when you eat especially when you eat food you like the food you are desiring when you eat what happens to you hello what happens you become energized isn't it you become excited active your brain starts working I mean you can't be you can't be writing exams on an empty stomach you may not be able to think well you will see the C as D and you circle the D and you realize that it's not going well because your brain needs glucose for you to think well that is what happens when you when you fe- when you feed on the word of god when you are fed you become alive spiritually and you see your spirit is what controls your body your spirit controls your body it has direct impact on your body eh? your spirit has what direct impact on your body romans chapter 8 verse 11. look at romans 8 11. the spirit has direct impact on your body so when you are fed spiritually you tend to do well physically and you tend to do all in every aspect of your life. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Jesus from the dead shall also give life to your mortal bodies by his spirit which that, that dwelleth in you. The spirit that lives in you, gives, you give your, gives your mortal body what? Life. Life. Life and strength. So feeding is so important. When God's children are not fed, when a shepherd is not feeding, a lot of things do not go well. So you need to feed, okay? So in the new in the new birth, the growth stages. The first one is before I mentioned it. The second one is pideon. The third one is nepius, which is both a growth stage and a growth problem. When you are not growing at all as a Christian, you are described as nepius. You are not growing as you're supposed to. Stunted growth. It describes both a growth stage and then stunted growth. And Nepose is the one who needs to learn how to talk well. Do you see? Uh-huh. But Nephius is someone who's not growing as well. So, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 13. Okay, look at Ephesians 4:13. Are you learning anything? Yeah. That's enough. That's enough. Ephesians 4, verse 13. It says, so we all come in the nature of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, a matured man, unto the measure of the touch of the fullness of Christ. Next verse 14 is this, that we henceforth be no more children. We hence will be no more children. The word children is nephews. We no more become children who are not growing. Tossed to and fro, and nephews is tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine. Today, this one says that Jesus had, uh, Jesus was, was a black man. And you believe it? Do you get it? Yeah, because you are nephews, you are not growing as you are supposed to. If you are growing as you supposed to, you will not care the color of Jesus Christ. What, what does his color what does he do? Moses was a black man. Uh-huh. Whether he was black, white, yellow, or green, the most important thing that he, he worked with God. That's all that is needed. Exactly. If you are not going as you're supposed to, things that are not necessary is what captures your attention. Yeah. Foolish revelation is what catches your attention. Revelation. Foolish revelation. Someone say, someone ask you, have you do you know about Leviathan? Yeah. You don't know about Oh, then you are not growing in the Lord. Yeah. Okay, so what's Leviathan? Leviathan, what is Leviathan? Leviathan, it's okay. It's a fish. It's a fish. Bohemoth, what is Bohemoth? God is in, a, in the Bible, Bohemoth, Leviathan, this one, this one. Hey, have you know, do you know angels, the different types of angels? How does that help your growth and your development in Christ? If it was important, Jesus should have spoken about it. Yeah. But if you are not growing as a child of God, you are carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slate of men and cunning craftiness whereby the lying will to deceive. You can be deceived easily. Yeah. Before you realize, a prophet is baffling you somewhere. Hey. Because of some things that you have heard. Before you realize you are, you are doing some sacrifices by the, by the refuse dump. Because it's a, it a dilation, eh? it's a direction. It's an acquaintance. Meanwhile, you don't need any acquaintance for your life. The acquaintance you need is to read your Bible. The acquaintance you need is to meditate on, your, on, the, on the scriptures. The acquaintance you need. You see, don't wait until you get a spiritual problem before you realize that spiritual things are important. The word of God is all that you need. But if you're not growing because you're not feeding right or you're not being fed, anything can carry you away. Anything. Yes. Wow. See, I'm going to grow. Oh, tell me I'm going to grow. grow and grow and grow and grow through the word and become better. It's so important. It's so important. Nobody can, someone can prophesy to you and say you are going to die. And you have believed it. If if you know the Bible, if you are being fed as you're supposed to, you know that death is yours. And that death cannot come into your house without your permission. If God has not sanctioned your death, you cannot die. God is the only one who can say, it's okay, come back. The devil cannot decide to kill you. So death is not a problem. Isaiah chapter 8 verse 19. Look at Isaiah 8 19. Message version why not tap into the spirit get in touch with the dead dead. there was a preacher on tv who was getting in touch with the dead for people it's wrong god doesn't like it god doesn't like it if the dead were 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 wild enough why did they die (laughs) but this man of god was on tv and people believed in him he was on tv calling the dead so he'll call you he'll call you prophetically come Come. when you come then you say "Mm, i mean this cemetery Yes, I'm in Osu Cemetery and I'm moving this way. There are some big trees, two big trees. They are about seven um, words, tombs there. I'm on number one, number two, number three, number four. Mm, let me come back to number three. I'm on number three now. And they've written on it, Sewe's Mada 1961 to 2011. June 2000 then everybody say, hey it's my mother it's my mother it's my mother I'm seeing her coming out now and this is what she wants to say to you she says that this and he'll be saying things, prophesying on TV with the dead it happened right here in this country people were happy about it of course it's nowhere to be found now but he has destroyed a lot of people's lives he's destroyed a lot of people's lives why they don't like reading the Bible you see, they don't, they don't like growing step by step. How many of you grew up in, in, three, in three months? You grew up from age one to age 30 or 25 in three months. Did that happen? Yeah. So why do you want to grow differently in the, in the kingdom of God? It doesn't work like that. Everything is by patience. You grow from one level to another. You learn faith by faith, line by line, priesthood by um, upon priesthood. That's how it is. You learn how to use your faith gradually. You've never received a hundred day from the Lord, why are you trying to receive a hundred thousand dollars from God? It doesn't work. You've never used your faith to heal a boil. Why are you trying to use your faith to heal a cancer now? You must learn how to use your faith to heal a headache, to heal a boil, to heal the stomach pain. So that when cancer shows up, you'll know how to handle it. If you've not learned to handle boil, headache, stomach pain, and all of that over the years, when cancer shows up, you can't handle it. If you want it to be handled, you need to start from scratch and learn the word of God gradually for your faith to rise to take that cancer out of your body. Are you in the church? So don't ask foolish questions when Christians have problems and they die. I thought God was good. God is good, but God has showed you his principles in the word. The person may have not used it or may have not believed it. That is why he's died like that. Do you understand? Sometimes it's it's God's own whatever. God knows everything. Yes. But most of the time it's because a person may not have grown as he's supposed to. Hmm? Why not tap into the spirit world? Get in touch with the dead. Next verse. Verse 20. Read it. One to go. Only three people are reading it. One to go. Read it. We are going to study the scriptures. People who try the other ways get nowhere. A dead end. This is what happens. They get nowhere. A dead end. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So allow yourself to be fed and allow yourself to grow in the things of God. Okay? If you are not growing, you want to be preached to for 20 minutes. Yes. It is not right. It's not correct for you to listen to 20-minute preaching and then that's it every child has a very short attention span if you're a child your attention span is very short after some 10 minutes you want to go and play is it true For when we close the service you are not going anywhere you are not going to do anything important but when we are preaching to you it's like ah why is that guy taking so long what kind of service is this i'll never come to this church again when i came they said we'll close at 12 they close at one and so what and so what this is sabbath this is sunday sabbath you are supposed to you can't be in the house of god and want, you, you want to go where are you going what time did you come that you are in a hurry to go the service starts at 9 you always come at 10, 10, 10 15 that's what I'm talking about yes. what you need for your life is being taken away there's a day coming Everyone sitting here will, have, will fall into a crisis one of these days. Everyone. I'm not kissing you. I'm showing you what the Bible says. Whether you like it or not. A crisis will show up in your life. Yes. Or you feel like you should, you should just give up. Matthew chapter 7, verse 22. Says it. You can read it on your own. Anyone who hears my word and dust them, it's like a man who built his house upon a rock. The winds came, the floods came, that's verse 24. The floods came and beat upon mm? that house. Matthew 7, 24, King James. Therefore, whosoever heard these things of mine and doeth them, then you hear the word of God and you put it in practice. He says, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. All of us are building a house. You can either choose to build on a rock or on a sand. It's up to you. It's not by force. Sometimes you look at those who have gone ahead of you. You think they want to be where they are. You think some of our uncles and some of our parents. You know, money is not riches; It's not forever. I know someone who is poor now. He's handled millions of dollars before. He's now poor. Someone died not long ago. Someone close to us died not long ago. He was a millionaire. Dollar millionaire. He died a pauper. He died about a month ago. He died a pauper. When the challenge of life hit him, he couldn't couldn't recover. He couldn't. He couldn't stand. That is how life is. There's a crisis coming. It can come in the form of health. Your health can be threatened. You need God's word to jump over it. Your job can be threatened. You need God's word to jump over it. Your family can be threatened. You need God's word to jump over it. Your children's lives can be threatened. You need God's word to jump over it. If you throw God's word away and laugh at God's word and say that God's word is nothing, he says, I'll also laugh at you when your calamity comes. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 30. It's never Everything I'm saying is in the Bible. That's why I'm showing you so many scriptures. When I say that, I'll show you. When I say it, I'll show you. Or I say, it, I say the word, the scripture, and I'll show you. Proverbs 1, verse 30. He says, they were none of my counsel. This, this is wisdom talking. God's word is wisdom. It says, they didn't mind me. They, did, they, they were none of my counsel. They despised all my reproof. Next verse. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. Huh? Next verse. Verse 26. Okay, go to 26. Wow. So the, 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 the reason for being in the house of God is the word of God, not for any other thing, not for dance, choir ministration, drama. No, all those are powerful. They are bringing the word of God to you in different ways. But the, the chiefest thing that happens now is the word of God. And you must seek to understand what is being said. And you must prioritize, let it be high. Job said that thy word have I exalted above all my necessary food. The, the, the word of God was higher than his food, than the food that you eat. Go up. Proverbs 1. Let's read. Let's read 24 so that we, we see some of the things wisdom said. Okay? Go up. Go to 22. How long, ye simple ones, will you love simplicity? Hmm? And the scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. I want the lo- knowledge of God's word is coming. It's like, oh, it's nothing. He says that you're a fool. I'm not the one who's saying it. I've heard it before. How long shall, how shall they, whatever, and full seed knowledge? Next, verse 23, turn you at my reproof. When I tell you something, change. He says, when I tell you something, change. When the word of God tells you, change. change. I'll pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. Next verse. This is because I have called and you refused. I have stretched out my hand and no man regarded. Eh? Are you in the church? Next, next verse. But you have set at not... All my counsel and will none of my you have all, my, all the things I say, you put it aside. Next verse. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh. This, the word of God says that he will laugh at your calamity. The word of God can laugh at you. When you need it the most, it's like it's not coming. Next verse. When your fear cometh as the solution and your distraction cometh as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish cometh upon you. 28. Then shall they call on me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. Why? Because when I was telling you to take me seriously, you didn't mind me. Now that your problem has come. That is why people have problems and it's like it's not changing. Because there's no time. The word of God is not working for them. Hmm? You have to be very smart. What to put you on your feet in life at all times as a child of God? Unless you're not a child. If you're not a child of God, it's a different thing. If you're a child of God, what you put you on your feet all the time is God's word. And you must make it priority in your life. You must make it priority in your life. The devil hates you, if you don't know I'm telling you. The devil hates you. Are you born again? The devil hates you. He wants to destroy you. That's his job in your life. Don't give him the opportunity. Hmm? Don't give him what? The opportunity. You must have on the belt of truth, which is the word of God. You must have on the sword of the spirit, which is also the word of God. You must have on the, the helmet of salvation, which is also the word of God. You must have on the breastplate of righteousness, which is also from the word of God. Everything you can think about is from the word of God. And that's what you need. If you're watching an Indian movie, you'll be awake. Even yeah. in Indian movie, you'll be awake. Yeah. If you're watching a Nigerian movie, you'll be awake. A Korean series, you'll be awake. Netflix, you'll be awake. You don't know that all they're all using these things to, to, to waste your life. All these things are wasting your life, distracting you completely from what is most important. Before you realize you're 70 and you have not lived for God in any way, in any form. But it's not going to be like that for you in Jesus' name. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I see the word of God working for you every day of your life i'm seeing you standing tall as a giant on the word of god with a firm foundation strong foundation on god's word yeah that's what i'm seeing is a vision i'm seeing right now tall standing tall strong and your foundation is the word of god Unshaken, immovable strong on god's word and I see you having many victories, 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 many victories many victories, many victories, many victories on every side of your life. You will, you will not fail. You will not fail. You will not fail. The devil's expectation of you will not come to pass. It is God's expectation of you that will come to pass in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now I'm seeing you running with speed running with speed and you have the word of God on your left and on your right on top of you and beneath you the holy ghost himself as your coach guiding you and leading you in strength with great speed in the name of the lord jesus Mando mando The wind will blow but you will not fall. The floods will come but you will not fall. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I see you standing strong. Running with speed. Accomplishing the purposes of God for your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. With great understanding of God's word with great understanding of god's word you will not go down you can only go higher and higher and higher and higher and higher and higher i'm seeing the word of god bringing you great encouragement great encouragement it's going to encourage you and comfort you encourage you and comfort you encourage you and comfort you in the name of the lord jesus falura ragadaba 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 I'm seeing you becoming a man and a woman of great authority. When you say, when you say it is fulfilled, when you speak it is fulfilled, when you speak it is fulfilled, when you, it fulfilled. When you declare it is fulfilled in the name of the Lord Jesus. Rada Vasti, Paloda, 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 Padola, Radada. A great man and great woman of authority. Real authority. Real authority. Real, authority. Real authority. Real authority. Real authority. Real authority. When you say it will come to pass, you will say to this one, go. And he will go. You will say to this one, come. And he will come. In the name of the Lord Jesus. madagadaba I'm seeing your light burning Your light is burning in the spirit Your light is burning in the spirit And you're becoming brighter and brighter Brighter and brighter A spiritual magnet That attracts all the right things In the name of the Lord Jesus And repels all the wrong things That's what I'm seeing I'm seeing becoming a spiritual magnet A great spiritual magnet In the name of the Lord Jesus Eh hey, Balabalaba bala speaking trance speaking trance speaking trance hey, madoho debe madoho debe madoho debe madoho debe eh bala E Balaba adabe debe adabe debe debe malagadaba 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 malore 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 father thank you for your children thank you for your blessings upon us thank you for the power of your word thank you for all the beautiful things you have said to us in the last few seconds we are grateful and thankful thank you that we are rising higher and higher we are shining because our light has come and the glory of the lord is risen upon us thank you that gentiles are coming to our light and kings to the brightness of our rising thank you for greatness for every soul standing here. Greatness for everyone. Thank you for testimonies. 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 Great testimonies for every soul standing here. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I'm seeing a big chain that was tied around someone's leg leg, being broken right now. Because of the entrance of the word. The word of God is like a hammer and it is breaking that chain around your leg whatever has held you captive, whatever has held you bound it's broken in the name of the Lord Jesus you are free for whosoever the son shall set free whosoever the son shall make free is free indeed the son is a word the word has come to make you free to liberate you from sin to liberate you from errors doctrinal errors yeah it's clearing up the chain is doctrinal error doctrinal error it's been broken off your leg it's broken off your leg you are free to march in the direction to march in the way god has destined you to march in in the name of the lord jesus you will not fail success is yours success is your name and your name is what you express in the name of the lord jesus Will express that success that God has made you. You will not fail. You will not fail. You will not fail. You will succeed. You will go high. You will get better. You get stronger. You get greater. You will overcome all your challenges. For whatever is born of God overcome this world. And this is the victory overcoming the world. Even our faith. Your faith is working because the word of God has come to you. Your faith is working because the word of God has come to you. You will not fail. You are a victor and not a victim. Even in Jesus' mighty name, give the Lord a shout if you are the boys. Hallelujah. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in, and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless